0: Welcome to the 301 Colored Commentators, a monthly podcast series where two black men from the state of Maryland debate and get their hot takes on movies, professional wrestling, and TV shows. So have a listen, have a look-see, but nonetheless, enjoy. Hey, what's going on, folks? How y'all doing? Yeah, so 301 Colored Commentators in the building right now. We hope your uh, your month of September went well. Ours, uh, ours went good, but we're just glad it's over. Yeah. That's right. Yeah um for season two episode number six what we're going to talk about today is the 2017 chadwick Bozeman helmed reginald hudland directed movie marshall yeah we're going to talk about the infamous controversial curtain call incident in pro wrestling
1: yeah and
0: finally we're going to talk about the the, the final season and the series finale of the fx series snowfall
1: yeah great great show
0: yes r.i.p to snowfall and i like what they did at the end of it for john
1: yeah for sure Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in
0: peace, yeah. All right, so
2: what you been up to, Anthony? Uh, it's been work, 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 man. Um, Yeah, it's been a busy September for me. Uh, just been grinding, which is probably why this episode's a tad bit late.
0: Yeah, it's a tad bit late. Yeah, we're uh, on, on the grind, but we're back. We are going to leave yeah, y'all.
2: Yeah, we still got y'all, man. Uh, but uh yeah nothing really cuz I've been focused so I haven't really done too much leisure mm-hmm. per se so it, it's been chill for me what yeah. about you um
0: just trying to make it to the end of the fiscal year we did Facts. um what's Amen it called? To that? Amen this year <laughs> this year's going to be different this year's going to be different for me I in better you know, things you, Amen You know what let me just stop I'm talking shop now let me about uh, my 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 uh day job let me just not talk about that Yeah but I will say this I yeah. will say this though so. It being the end of the fiscal year gave me plenty of time to catch up on my TV shows. One of which, one that one that just dropped last week, I think it was, was Gen V on Amazon. I have been seeing the commercial for that. Yeah, that's like the spinoff of The Boys, and season four is supposed to drop this uh, before the year's end. I hope. How, how'd you like it? I'm liking what I see so far. I mean, well, here's what I've noticed with The Boys, though, and, and Gen V. It's like all these superhero, these superheroes and whatnot, and super yeah. villains. It's like they can't, the writers can't resist throwing in some kind of a sex joke about their power somehow.
1: <laughs>
0: like, I'll tell you how. Like, for example, the recent se- the recent uh, episodes of Gen V, they got a black chick in there named Marie Monroe. You know what her power is? What? Manipulating blood, her own or other people's blood, whether it's still inside them or whether it's just, if they're cutting, and they're bleeding. Mm. If she can shake the blood into daggers, um, weaponize it, or even prevent somebody from bleeding out. But... But guess how our power manifested itself in the opening scene. Guess how it manifested.
2: <laughs> STD or some sorts of something? Uh, or like uh, sexual transmit, or like drug related or something? The, the first part, kind of. Sexually, sexual fluids of sorts? Like something like that. All
0: right, uh. <laughs> <laughs> put it like this. If you ever heard of Are You There, God? It's me, mm-hmm. Margaret. You know what I mean by,
2: by how our power. Oh! Robert. All
0: right. You get yes, it now? Say so
2: yes. Yeah, Say less. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Say less. alright <laughs> Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mother
0: Nature. Yeah, you could say that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I am to be like, what the fuck? I mean, I know
0: you guys have to take it at, far, at, but good lord. Check that
2: out. It looks like it's got some humor in
0: it. It's, so, it's got plenty of humor in it. Plenty yeah. of black humor, dark humor. Yeah. And like yeah. satirizes the current, all these younger kids that want to be woke and get their faces on social media with a live feed and whatnot. They satirize all that. Mm. Okay. I'm like good, the, the boys is good with satire, not just of the superhero genre, but other elements other that are taking
2: place. as well. Other elements
0: that are taking place in the world that need to be made fun of. Got it. Got it. Got it.
2: How many episodes? Like eight to ten.
0: It might be. It might be. Oh, so it's this be. week to week? Yeah, I mean, even though on the 29th, they they aired the first uh, three episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, so it's right. week to week basically.
2: Basically. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, man.
0: Yeah. And also one more thing. So HBO Max, screw y'all. Y'all cancel Winning Time.
2: Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about it. I gotta see the the, the most recent ep- most recent season. Oh, yeah. I like season
0: one. Yeah, season two just got cut at season seven episode seven. And they're like, wait a minute, is this the end? They didn't even finish it. No, they, they just abruptly just ended it like like that, like a they gave like an epilogue of everything. Yeah. It's like oh, God, ending? Wow.
2: Was season two good though? I liked season two,
0: but I guess it didn't have no good ratings for it, Let's I guess. See. But that's never stopped HBO before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the wire, Sopranos, all yeah, them yeah. shits had low ratings.
2: Yeah. And they picked up later.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about the Sopranos. So that was more popular than The Wire.
2: Yeah. yeah. That was popular that's, when we were in high school. I think that's one of the most popular shows to ever air on um, ever air on uh, HBO. So, yeah,
0: they, people say it's among the three t- greatest TV shows ever. Yeah. That, yeah. The Wire, and Breaking Bad.
2: Shout out to that. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you hear and you hear Brian Cranston's voice on commercials all the time now.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, um. What's uh, you've listening to music? Just
0: older stuff, really, and thematically right. too. Like currently in my car, it's just '94 rap albums.
2: Okay. So and, ready to die.
0: Yeah, Ready to die, the original. Yeah. Illmatic, yeah. To yeah. Cal,
1: yeah.
0: Um, Hard to Earn. What else? Ill Communication. Okay. Stress the Extinction Agenda. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Classic '94 mm-hmm. albums. That was that was a good year for rap. Damn. Yeah. The, I need one of those bug zappers, man. Like, they look like tennis rackets. So ah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. know, zap those fuckers.
2: Okay, be nice, son.
0: Be nice. Nature I, loves you too. I, I am being,
2: <laughs> I, I'm not going to get zapped. Nature loves you too, Beaver. Be oh, nice. Me, meaning what? If lightning strike me at any time? I mean. Yes. Yeah, I guess. Whatever you wish, just be nice, son. Okay. The bugs love you too.
0: They do, they do, they do. They're just annoying
2: at times. Yeah, I feel I okay but
0: yeah you want to drive jump right into it let's just jump right into it yeah okay starting with our first topic we're going to be talking about marshall
1: yeah
0: released september 20th 2017 it was directed by bet head reginald hudland i know hudland's also a comic book writer too he used to write black panther oh he did he wrote black panther in like um around the early 2000 around the early 2010s i want to say oh. i bought the book because he was on it but it became too the subtext of the, of the whole pro black thing was none too subtle.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm all, I'm all for that,
0: but it's like, stop hitting us over the head with it every issue. Oh, uh, uh, we get it, was, it. It was very, like I said, it's not subtle, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Very overt, overt, yeah. It was yeah. Like, I'm cool with this at first, but it's like, come on, dude, okay. come on, dude. A black man is not all T'Challa is. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean, okay, mm-hmm. okay, all right, all, all, right. Right. all, all right. right, but um, yeah, Marshall it stars. It starred Chadwick Boseman as the title character, Thurgood Marshall, who was the first African-American Supreme Court justice. And the yeah. movie focuses on one of his fir- one of the first cases of his career, mm-hmm. the state of Connecticut versus Joseph Spell.
1: Yeah.
0: It also stars Josh Gad, Kate Hudson, Dan Stevens, and Sterling K. Brown as Joseph Spell. Yeah. Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us, and if you recall, him and Chadwick Boseman were both in, were both in the first Black Panther. Sterling K. Brown was Kill- Killmonger's dad. And Joel mm, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. they never had no screen time in that film. That's true. Yeah, mm. yeah. the The film had its. It was a box office bomb. It was critically acclaimed, but a box office bomb, grossing ten million dollars against a twelve million dollar budget. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No one went to go see it. I mean, I didn't go see it. Either. I didn't
2: even hear about it until it came on like DVD and stuff, or whatever, or came on local network. If
0: I if I did hear it, I wasn't I wasn't. I wasn't all that into it, and I wasn't all that curious. Yeah, I mean, I, I
2: didn't even hear about it when it was in the theater, actually.
0: And Chad with Bozeman, what's it called? He, um, I, 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 I have seen his movies before that. Like, what's it called? Um, Get on Up, where he played James Brown. I actually had that.
2: I saw oh, that. I, 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 I did. I did. Hear, I didn't hear about that when it was in the theater either. But I saw that. Like, I saw, heard about it after. Like, it was released. Yeah, he taught himself how to dance like Brown
0: and everything. He really gets in character. I believe it. He even told Viola Davis. So who, even told Viola Davis, who played his mother in the film, mm-hmm. there was a call during the entire course of filming, even off camera.
2: Call me, Mr. Brown." Ah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Got to feel the character. Mm-hmm. Got to that, feel the character. That's a method acting shit. Man, facts, facts, Let's do it. But um, yeah, the film had its
0: world premiere at Howard University, which is Chadwick Boseman's alma mater, by the way. HU. hmm You know, and the license. So fi- and the film was praised for its acting, but criticized for the lack of character depth and the issue of colorism. For example, a dark-skinned Chadwick Boseman playing a light-skinned Thurgood Marshall—I I, I, I didn't mind; it didn't bother me. Mm, mm. Yeah, and ju- also it's funny. Um, what's it called? Uh, Langston Hughes, J- Jussie Smollett—I noticed it. he played Nancy, Lansing yeah. Hughes. I noticed it. which is yeah. funny considering his uh his controversy that he's had I, soon after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found a lot of things that were curious about the film, like uh, they showed Zora Neale Hurst in the film. This is R. Neil Hurston, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And they show her interaction with the Langston Hughes. And Marshall, yeah. Thurgood Marshall seemed to be very annoyed by by, by uh, Langston Hughes for some reason. Yeah,
2: to some, yeah, yeah. Somewhat. Somewhat, yeah. I don't know yeah. what that was
0: about because yeah. a smart guy that's just wasting, well, not wasting his time, but what, what Thurgood Marshall thinks was wasting his time yeah, doing poetry. At,
2: at the time, yeah. I think, I guess he thought there were bigger issues at hand than
0: than writing about it yeah. in, in a poetic manner. Yeah,
2: yeah, but you know, there are different forms of expression. Expression. Yeah,
0: uh, so, 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 yeah. He's uh, the Jewish lawyer that, what's it called, that he had with him, a Friedman.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because he decided to, because Marshall wrote him in on the case to help him with it, yeah. Friedman's friends and family wouldn't talk to him.
2: Yeah, I remember
0: that. Yeah, and, the, and it showed there was some racism in the Jewish community in Connecticut back then.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so we're yeah. Like, one
0: of them fired their black maids because of the case, and they openly call black people schwatzers. Yeah, black.
2: Mm-hmm. Schwatzer in German, but yeah. But um, um. Uh, in some cases, even with Friedman, the same as Friedman, right? What well, uh, the Friedman, the lawyer, yeah, yeah the lawyer the, so, lawyer, the Jewish lawyer. Even in some cases when he was irked, uh, or he he had, you know, clashes with uh with with Thurgood. There were times where he ex exhibited forms of racism um, out of frustration. I don't think he was racist, but like, you know, there were, there were subtle times, I don't but you know, where he kind of went out of pocket. Went out of pocket, it was, it was, it was the implied. Side. Yeah, it, it was, was definitely yeah. implied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm not surprised, um, but um, I don't think he was racist, per se, and um, I think, you know, in this country, there's, there's been, his historical accounts of the Jews and the African American fighting alongside each other. Yeah. And I mean, a civil rights movement. Yeah, civil rights movement. But in the midst of that, like you know, the Jews is it's, it's a faith-based community, right? They still have white privilege. Yeah, so they they tend to have some white people in there as well, well a lot of white people in there. Some mm-hmm. of them tend to be racist. so they're not excluded from that. From that, uh, what you call the phenomenon, in that sense, but uh, for the most part, they they fought and struggled along each side, a lot alongside each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, no, you're right in that aspect. There were definitely some racist accounts mm-hmm. um, between you know um, Freeman's family and friends from his Jewish heritage, right? And um, how they depicted the black man. So, but yeah, good catch. I saw it too. Yeah, they had plenty of racism. I mean.
0: Mm-hmm. My my family's from Connecticut, and what's it called? Yeah. It showed one of the things it showed was the jury selection, right? The jury selections in the film during the court scenes. It showed the uh, it showed the the scarcity of Black people in in certain parts of Connecticut and the racism, like in yeah. Norwalk and Stratford. It's New England for
2: you, dog. Not all of it. Yeah, but, yeah, not not at least today. No, yeah. but uh, I make me wonder how it was uh, on my uh, mother's day. Cause uh, she's uh, from it. Cause she's from New Haven. I wonder how it was on her day. A lot of it is, from what I've been told, I haven't visited all of New England, but I know, like, even Mass. Massachusetts. They have, yeah, they have pockets of black people, uh, black areas, but yeah. from, it's not as diverse as, like, for versus
0: Like Roxbury, what's it called? That's, like, Black Harlem in Boston. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, 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 Black Harlem without the Flash. Without the Flash, okay. Yeah, like, okay. New Edition, they're from there.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, they, I forget they're from there.
0: I forget, I forget they're from Boston, too, at times, because they don't, they don't talk like no, nobody. Nah, they don't, don't talk like New Englanders. Yeah, they do Yeah, black people from New England, from, from Boston, Massachusetts, in that area, they don't talk like Boston people.
1: No.
0: Nah. Like, I, I met some people like that when I was in school and noted, how come you ain't got no accent? That's the white people country accent in Massachusetts, what they told me. Yeah. City folks have it. Nah, I
2: guess. I guess the same could be said to some extent in New York. Like up? What, well, upstate? Like, yeah, it's just like the New York... Um, Slash Jersey accent, the white accent is very different from like how the black black people
0: talk. It is, it is somewhat yeah, like,
2: like, but
0: you can tell they're from New York mm-hmm, you like, can when tell. they speak. When they speak, yeah, they just talk very different. Although, what's it called? It's it's a tri-state thing, really, because what's it exactly. called? Tri, it is. Because like sometimes I can't tell a New Jersey resident me, from a New Yorker.
2: Me neither, but they know. They, they can know. tell. They can tell. They can hear it.
0: They can hear it. We can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, New Yorkers can tell what borough you're from by your accent. It's like how the
1: fuck.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Staten
0: Island accent is different than a Brooklyn accent.
2: Yeah. It's the same like to be safe, to be I mean to be fair, it's the same with us. You can tell a boss uh, like a, a Baltimore accent from a DC Yeah DC DMV side accent. Mm-hmm, that's um, true. So but other people probably won't be able to tell the difference. I know so other people they
0: think we all sound half ass yeah. southern. Yeah, exactly.
2: Which is very different though, you know, so That's true. Um, like yeah. a Baltimore native, I can
0: t- I can spot them
2: instantly. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Just ask them to say say the word two.
1: <laughs> Dude. Yeah, Dude.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah! Shout out to my uh, Baltimore uh, people. I got some homies from there. No doubt, a couple of them. So shout out to them. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh,
0: other things I like. I like Thurgood Marshall's portrayal. I mean, Chadwick uh, Boseman's portrayal of Thurgood Marshall. I mean, he made him smart and not afraid.
2: Absolutely. And he understands
0: the legal system better than any lawyer in the film, actually, including
2: Freeman. hundred percent. And he he opened the doors for Friedman. Like he gave, it almost felt like Freeman was like a down to luck attorney. Yeah, exactly. Not very confident in what he was doing nah. and like, um, didn't know the intricacies of how to counter the status quo within the legal system. How to get creative. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, uh, you know, Bozeman, or should I say Marshall, you know, opened his eyes to, to ways of how to like, you know, counter or defend, um using the system and rightfully so and like, I was so grateful at the end of, you know, the verdict
1: mm-hmm.
2: and the doors that it opened for uh, for having, you know, Marshall in his life. Right. So that so ultimately opened doors for black attorneys in the United States, um, you know, practicing.
0: Yes, it did. Yeah. And also the judge played by James A. Cromwell, I've seen him in plenty of films. Star Trek, uh, First Contact, The General's Daughter, yeah. plenty of films. He played the judge that presided over uh, Spell's case, and he was portrayed at first as prejudice against blacks and Jews. I mean, so much so that he wouldn't even let Thurgood speak in court. Yeah, I remember that. I'm like, Cause you knew how smart he was. was wild, I'm like, you knew how smart he was. That's why you were scared. That's why you didn't want him speaking. Yeah. yeah. But he had a change of heart when he heard uh,
2: Spell's uh, story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a change of heart then. Yeah. Similar to uh, Governor Wallace, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Governor Wallace had a change of heart decades later. Decades later. Yeah, apologized to the black woman and that he tried to obstruct. Considering how fucking extreme he was. Yeah. Earlier. But, yeah, let's not go too much off topic, topic, yeah. um, no, but, yeah. No, 100%. Um, anything stand out for you that you liked about this movie?
0: A lot. Chad, Chadwick Boseman's Thurman Marshall. He
2: was, he was a bad motherfucker. Bad.
0: Like you see when he oh, went yeah, to yeah. he went to that, that restaurant and went to the DA, right, and told him what he's gonna do, and took his plate, took a bite out of his food, his dessert, and yeah. just said, I've had yeah. better. Right. <laughs> I said, that's when the enemy eats your lunch for you.
2: Exactly. I mean that, exactly. was, that was that was a sick
1: move exactly. right there. Yeah. A exactly. power move.
2: Exactly. And wasn't there didn't he at one point I feel like at one point he drank purposely from the bites only fountain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> to be defiant. He was a gangster. I love mm-hmm. it. That's something I'd probably do. Like, fuck your farm, nigga. I definitely do some shit like that. But yeah. yeah,
0: he can fight too. I mean, they they juxtapose that in a scene where he's in a bar and Friedman, oh, yeah, and Freeman's yeah. getting his ass beat outside somewhere.
1: Yeah, and Chadwick
0: Boseman he held his he own. Held his own.
1: Yeah.
0: And the funny moment, one of the funny moments in the film was when his wife, who also had a miscarriage in the film, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. She did. Yeah. What it was a funny moment was when his wife. She, she switched out his knife with a big one when when, when Chabot thought there was a thre- Oh, no, no, no. That was Freeman. Freeman, I'm sorry. Was it Freeman, rather? Yeah, Freeman, his wife. She switched out his knife. He had a small knife and just, get that, and gave him a Is bigger a big one, one? one when he thought a threat was at the door. But it was just it was just Thurgood.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, every time I hear the name Thurgood, I don't think of Thurgood Marshall. I think of Thurgood Jenkins,
2: Chappelle's character from Hat Baker. I think of. <laughs> Airy uh, fool food. Uh, well, I, yeah, I, I always think of the airport, rather right? I than the man. Thurgood Marshall. So, yeah, but, um, BWI. Yeah, BWI. But um, yeah, it, it's good to you know. I had an idea of what he did and who he was, but you know, after this movie, just read a little bit about the doors. The doors and, opening. And you know, the, the the you know, the strides he made. Like, dedicated his life to to the civil rights movement. In the form of defending black people in court, he was—he was a G dog, straight up. Mm-hmm. He was—he was dope. Remember, yeah. I, I first heard about him when I was in the fourth grade, around the time when
0: he died in '93.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: okay. The, the, the paper, the, the Washington Post the headline read, "Marshall Dies, His Legend Lives On."
2: Yeah, yeah. I—I I learned about him much later in life, um, much much later in life, uh, probably high school going into college. I, realized, I realized, oh, okay. That's they, don't, it they don't
0: teach you a lot of this and when we were in school they don't teach you a lot of black history at all no. it's like the, generic shit gen, yeah the generic thing they would do every year up until high school i think it was yeah. during black history month was yeah. talk about martin luther king yep. that's it yep and then they put on roots they put on roots yeah. <laughs> yeah. i remember two of our classmates they wrote a letter to um vice principal at the time when we were at in 8th grade mm-hmm. saying can we do something more besides show roots in Martin Luther King show some more positive stuff in the black community
2: I hear nowadays it's different um, I tutor some kids mm-hmm. so and like some of them are very active during Black History Month because they're oh. black of course so yeah. They so they, uh, they do more programs to shed light on some of the direct influences black people have made in American history that Aren't usually caught or, or like swept under the rug, so they, they they I think they're a little more you know creative with it. Good. I don't know if the school is as receptive because because the students are actually doing it. It's not so much the teachers. I mean, we had, but it forces them to actually do some research and learn. So that I guess that's that's good because it's interactive. I mean, we had in high, when we were
0: seniors in high school, we took the African American experience. That was a course.
2: Oh yeah, I liked it. I yeah, mean, it was dope. Yeah.
0: It was a white guy teaching. He was well, cool though. Shout,
2: shout out to Monteleone.
0: Yeah, shout out to Mr. Montellioni. But um even he said because he's a white man, he doesn't think he should be teaching that course. And
2: rightfully so. But, he did, but he did a good job. He did a good, yeah. good yeah. job, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean he I mean he didn't every Friday we, we he let a select few of us like show and tell kind of do something that uh something pertaining to African American history or African American struggle or whatever, like a like a rap song that talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, a poem that we made. Um, what's it called oh, a lot of things he, he showed us do the right thing that was the first time I saw that
2: I always found that interesting I know we're going very much off topic yeah from this show, in college you know when you take those court courses to fill little little what you call it electives. electives yeah to fill little quotas before you graduate I took a sub-saharan african um, history course post like 1850 something yeah and it was taught by a white man and he had an assistant that was black. I never he was a, I mean, he was very well versed and, and and learned. That just sounds funny. But the shit doesn't, it's just it, doesn't a, it doesn't make any sense right. Like, Other way around that probably yeah, would work. You should probably get someone from the What's origin sub Sus- area exactly that has, you know, accounts primary source accounts mm-hmm. from you know knowledge that's been passed on from Africans in the, in those areas. Um, yeah, because he probably made, if he did some field work to get his PhD yeah. to, to, to be able to talk about the subject, that's one thing. But I didn't know any better. I was like, what, 19, 18? I didn't know any better. But like in retrospect, when you think about it, you're like this shit doesn't add up. No, I took women's studies in college as an elective, and thinking that was going to be
0: basically like an English class with a bunch of women's literature. Yeah. It was not. It was it was exactly like what you see in a movie.
2: Yeah, yeah that was a that was back in two thousand three. I'm not size hundred feel this age. I'm not, but it was back in the day, back in the
0: day, <laughs> it's like that. It's early 2000s. Yeah, mm-hmm. also, um, we, we, you touched on this earlier uh, the black and Jewish lawyers, minorities being allies, yeah, and also Kate Hudson played the white woman that accused, uh, yes, spell Joseph Spell of a uh, of rape. Yeah. But the whole thing it turned out to be, and the thing was, the thing was Consen- consensual, Consentual. both of them were lying on the stand, they were not being truthful, and it turns out. Mm-hmm. She was beaten by her husband and turned to her black driver for mm-hmm. her, for sexual solace. Exactly. Yeah, and she wanted to avoid admitting attraction to a black man and potentially having his baby. Yep. She even tried to kill herself, even though he didn't try. He didn't try to. He didn't even try to do anything.
2: Yeah. She didn't want to face the shame that came with it at the time.
0: Interracial, an interracial, interracial yeah, affair.
2: Yeah. And, and exactly, interracial affair. First of all, is taboo. Yeah. Second of all, she cheated on her husband. Mm. By those standards, and it was for with a black man. With a black man, it's
0: so like, he wouldn't he he wouldn't shameful. have gone yeah. He wouldn't yeah. have gone to trial, he would have been lynched. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Um,
0: but when the truth came out, he was innocent. He was
2: innocent. Yeah.
0: I'm like good, yeah. good. Yeah. Too many black men go to jail on fallacious charges. So
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. What well, we know. But um I did like
0: the film. I saw it, was it again.
2: It's a good movie. I I I had never seen it, so it was good. Uh I recommend people see it. I do too. And like, it's one of those movies that after you watch it, you know, it kind of motivates you to go find out more about Thurgood. You go, probably going to go straight to Google to see what other cases he, um, he defended. He defended that were historic. He, yeah, that were historic. And what was what the context behind them? And also gives you uh, gives you mindful context of the journey of the civil rights movement. That's, yes, so that's where true. We are now, Thank so. you. To that movie, good man, rest in peace, rest in peace, Thurgood Marshall, Chadwick
0: Boseman. You're a real Mm -hmm. one, yeah. Sir Chadwick was the one actor, he was a one actor, and every time you needed a black biopic, Chadwick Boseman was a guy to go to. Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall,
2: and he was just like you hear personal accounts from people, he was like a good human being, and that's what matters the most. So,
0: true, that. so he hated doing Wakanda forever after a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, a dog, a dog. And he was still here for that, and people were still doing a Dog, don't get sick of it. You're going to be known for that. Yeah. Yeah, play yeah. around with it. Yeah. Have fun with it. Like, what's it called? Like, Idris Elba, people still roll up on him and call him Stringer Bell from The Wire. The Wire. And he plays along, switches to an American accent.
2: Yeah. Like, go to, you know, that nigga AWOL, he won't get gotten it. Yeah. I think the same fate is going to be associated with Idris. Samson Idris. Right, so that's we'll get into that, but I think that's going to be forever associated with him, especially in the black community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. regardless of how oh, you know, of how,
0: anything else he does, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. even if it surpasses Snowfall, yeah, he's I still going to be Franklin percent
1: 100%, 100%,
0: 100%. Same thing with Omari Hardwick. No matter what he does, he's, yeah, still he's, gonna gonna be be, he's still going to be ghost. he's still going to be Ghost, and he yeah. don't like being called Ghost. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's
0: so. But um, shall we move on? Yeah, let's do it, boy. All right, let's do. You call him boy,
2: bro. I'm sorry, dude my apologies
0: guys i called him a boy <laughs> it's all good it's cool all right what's up next we're going to be talking about the curtain call incident but let me give some background first if you guys don't know about what the click is the click was a, was professional wrestling's most controversial behind the scenes stable super groups if you will
1: yeah.
0: yeah it started with Shawn michaels and scott hall who later became razor ramon and they knew each other when they were in the AWA back in the 80s. And Sean Waltman, he came along a little bit a few years later, and he was a kid, a younger cat that Scott Hall took a liking to. Oh,
2: he was, he brought him in, Mm -hmm. Scott, okay.
0: And what's that, yeah, that's, um, and a few years later, other professional wrestlers, Kevin Nash and um, Jean Paul Levesque, they were in the WCW. Jean Paul Levesque was terrorizing But he went nowhere with that gimmick yeah scott hall became the diamond stud nowhere with his and kevin nash had nowhere with his gimmick so what they do they went to the wwf smart move i thought um kevin nash was vinnie vegas he was he was vinnie vegas and hall was a diamond stud and funny thing is they didn't know each other during their first stints in the
2: wcw at all i knew i i didn't know hall but i knew kevin nash is vinnie vegas i was actually watching them at that time okay used to come to the ring with, like, a suit or, like, a... He used to have, like, a dress shirt and pants. Mm-hmm. Finishing maneuver was not the jackknife. No, it wasn't. He threw people off the... Like, he gorilla pressed them and had their head hit the turnbuckle. And that, was, that, was the, that was his move. Was his, his entrance music was cool, though. I'll give him that for as Benny Vegas, but definitely not quite the gimmick he became later. Right, Diesel. Yeah. Diesel. And Diesel. then by his real name, Kevin Nash.
1: And Kevin Nash. Yeah,
2: yes. so they
0: all... When Nash and... uh terrorizing who became hunter hearst helmsley the connecticut blue blood mm-hmm. they got to the wwf that's when all five of them became friends with each other although triple h was the last hunter hearst helmsley triple h whatever you want to mm-hmm. call him he was the last one to join the group because in nash's own words hunter he didn't do any drugs
2: he didn't drink and we needed a designated driver that's how they got him <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah that's uh, funny yeah,
1: okay.
2: i think that eventually changed probably uh, I don't know if he drinks or does anything, but... I pretty he probably drinks, but not. doesn't do hard drugs. Doesn't do hard drugs, he never does. Well, has. depends what you consider roids. But yeah, go ahead. All right, <laughs> and Clearly, he did
0: roids. And the five men, that they became known as the clique. During the new generation era of the WWF, 93 through 96, yeah. the five men, they became known as the clique. It was Lex Luger and the British Bulldog who gave him the nickname because they were all, the way they talked, they kind of clicked together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and they would amass a staggering amount of backstage power as a group i mean all five of these men all five of these wrestlers they were all close to vince mcmahon and had input on the booking decisions back then mm-hmm. i mean they had input on what their schedules could be um, what matches they could have and which wrestlers that they believed deserved to push and they generally looked out for each other
1: mm-hmm.
0: they generally looked out for each other like if you recall a lot of those high profile matches from 94 to 96 back in the wwf involved some members of the clique the two ladder matches between Sean and Razor Ramon. Yeah, I remember um, that. Sean yeah. and Diesel, two dudes with attitudes, yeah. having the tag team titles, and, and one of them would have another singles title around the same time. Mm-hmm. Sean Waltman being the one, two, three kid, he got the tag belts and the IC yeah. title at one point.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, I think he got the IC belt during that time. I don't He did. I think he did. Uh, and Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, won the IC belt four times during that era. Mm-hmm. Unprecedented at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, they were, a lot of wrestlers didn't like them because they buried their careers pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bam Bam, not buried their careers, but really just, they didn't get the push that they would have gotten. Shane Douglas, he was one.
2: Yeah,
0: okay. Bam Bam Bigelow was another. That's
2: terrible. Bam Bam was a talent.
0: He was, yeah. And they got, here's why they got mad at Bam Bam, because the Lawrence Taylor match at WrestleMania 11, yeah, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, that, that was, it was a dual main event. His match with Taylor and then Nash, Diesel and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels cried to McMahon, saying, I don't like the fact that that guy's in my thunder. He whined to McMahon and got what he wanted all the time, sounds, Shawn Michaels. Sounds it, it was. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. He actually compared the click to what's it called? The, he, he said, what we do is no different than what Hogan and Savage and those guys did in the 80s. But the difference is, we actually like each other.
2: That's what Shawn Michaels said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's true. Y'all do like of, each that's other. That's uh, kind of
0: true. But y'all still burying other, other wrestlers yeah, that y'all don't yeah. like? I don't
2: know if Hogan... I don't know if Hogan buried people's careers. I think, think he always won up. He, but I, he never wanted to put nobody over. Yeah. that's Sean that's, took. Sean took. But it seems like with the click, they practically led to the demise of a lot of people's careers versus, like, Hogan and the savage and them. And the, it was a little different.
0: Yeah, that's a, yeah. Was, they,
2: I feel like I heard the same thing happen with Vader. Vader yeah. was a
0: victim. Yeah, Vader was a victim and yeah. was a college All because they don't... All because Shawn Michaels don't want to put nobody over, mm-hmm. or he doesn't want to lose the belt, or always some pro, always some shit where he wants like the other wrestler to take some kind of humiliating fall. Like Jean Paul, what's his face? Yeah, Jean Pierre Lafitte, who used to be part of the uh, the Quebecers.
2: Oh yeah, that was um, uh, Jacques, uh, Ray Jacques Rougeau's top partner. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, what happened to him? What's Here's what happened. He didn't want to
0: put Nash over. He didn't want to lose a Nash in Canada, his own hometown. Mm. So what's it called? Nash pretty much had him buried to the point where he didn't want to. He, he left. And Michaels admitted in the book, yeah, we buried him. Mm. Who else? Mm. Chris Candido from the the Body Donnas.
2: Because, oh, okay. because he, was, he was with Sonny
0: at the time. Tammy Lynn Sitch. And Shawn Michaels wanted Sonny for himself.
2: Uh, like, they were sharing her at the time. Everybody had her
0: at the time. She was yeah. passed around like a blunt. So I hear so I, I, I really believe Bret Hart got some of that too.
2: I heard. Yeah, I heard. You've um, had some sunny days, my friend. Claims he didn't,
0: but he did. All them wrestlers when they're when they're when they're on the road, even the happily married ones, they want some nookie. They want to hook up with somebody. Yeah. Even Rick Rude, who who who, used, who wore his wedding ring in the ring but taped it up with some tape every time. Oh, I know he got some too. I didn't realize
2: that. Okay, well, what happened with Davey Boy? uh what's it called Um they bury him? he, you now, he wasn't
0: see. he wasn't buried but i guess his association with bret hart because they did ask mm. bret hart to join the clique at one point but he wasn't feeling them
2: mm.
0: yeah so the hearts were loyal to each other
1: mm. who else mabel from men on a mission yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah
0: nationally like the way that he wrestled so he complained to mcmahon and mabel's push even after he won the king of the ring yeah. just got halted
2: i don't that's true that's
0: true And The Rock, he was almost a victim of that too, back when he was Rocky Maivia, because only Hunter Hearst Helmsley and Shawn Michaels were the only clique members left when Rocky Maivia joined the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, they were scared of his rise, but it, it didn't stop. It didn't stop. Once he turned, once he turned into a villain, that's when he really took
2: off. Yeah. So they couldn't. There's nothing they could do about nothing it. Nothing they could do about that. Nah. He's arguably, go. Arguably, he arguably goaded them. Shawn Michaels maybe not. But he's, a, he's equivalent to Sean, if not bigger. Yeah, he's if, if not bigger. He's, he might have gone to Sean. He's bigger.
0: I mean, he did a lot more. I mean, he got uh, himself out there in TV shows, movies, and whatnot. I mean, most as a
2: wrestler. As a wrestler? Yeah. Sean, because Sean has longevity. You know what I'm saying? Sean is icon. Yeah. But, I mean, so so a rock. What is rock like? is on some goat shit,
0: too. So. Yeah, Shawn, okay, yeah, but um, the yeah. Curtain Call incident, though. Here's what happened there with that. Although, let me just say one more thing. The biggest victim of the clique had to be Bret Hart during the Montreal Screwjob, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they, um, the Curtain Call incident happened in May 19th, 1996 at Madison Square Garden. The Garden. That's sacred for, for professional wrestling. Facts. Right? Yeah. And what happened was, it was Scott Hall and Kevin Nash's last show in the WWF at that time. Yeah, they were leaving to go to the WCW. They, they were paid more money. Let's see, Triple H and Scott, and Hunter hurst hounsley and Diesel, they were both heels at the time. And Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, they were faces. Uh, one, two, three kid. Sean Waltman, he was not at this event. Ironically, he was, these guys were all pill poppers too for the most part. And ironically, the one, two, three kid, he couldn't make this event because he was in drug rehab. Sir? But um, the end of the match, this house show at Madison Square Garden, it was the end of the match. The final match was a steel cage match between Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, Scott Hall and uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley came out, and they all shared one big group hug. Yeah. And, at, and they hugged in the middle of the ring said goodbye. Now, mind you, the New York crowd, they were some a lot of them already knew this was going to happen. Because back then, before social media and before internet blew up, the New York crowd was the hippest to pro
2: wrestling. Well, they knew what was going on behind the scenes. A lot of them knew what was,
0: gonna, what was going on, yeah. I see. They, and so when they saw the curtain call, when they saw them hug like that, Good point. Good point. They applauded and they knew what was up. However, it was a serious problem because their actions broke kayfabe, right? The illusion that professional wrestlers—what goes on in the ring—is what is what, really how it is. It's
1: really yeah.
0: yeah. And another thing with that damned them was two fans—they snuck a camcorder in and recorded the whole event, spread it online, and 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 sold it to wrestling magazines. So at that point, McMahon he had to take action. And plus, with all the wrestlers. That he had on his roster and other promotions saying, What the hell did you allow him to do? Why did you allow him to do that? Yeah. And Jim Cornette was like, I, I think it was a great idea if you want to lay down and have somebody piss in your mouth. Wow. He said that he he, he didn't like what they did either. Wow. Like as it broke a rule in pro wrestling. Yeah, so yeah. McMahon, he had to he had to take action, but his options for, for punishment were limited. I mean, he couldn't punish Hall and Nash because their departure dates were already confirmed. Mm-hmm. He couldn't punish Shawn Michaels because he was a WWF champion and a big cash cow. He couldn't punish Sean Walton because he wasn't even there. So the punishment fell on Triple H.
2: how did that happen?
0: Here's what happened. Triple H was supposed to ring the king, was supposed to win the King of the Ring tournament in 96, but they made him a jobber for the next year and a half. Like putting over putting over other wrestlers and being like like the Brooklyn Brawler for enhancement talent.
2: The pirate. Mm-hmm. Now he's a huge shareholder. He's a huge shareholder, yeah. Married into the family. That's crazy. Yeah, and ironically, um That's crazy. And ironically,
0: here's the thing: Triple H bore the punishment. And, and but that got him respect from all the guys in the locker room, especially Taker. Before mm-hmm. that, I thought he was just an asshole who just wanted who was just trying to try to climb the ladder. Mm-hmm. But he took his punishment like a man punishment like a man, mm-hmm. didn't complain, and we respected him for that. And but Jim Cornette, he doesn't. He's like He's like Triple H apologized, but then a few years later, when, during the start of DX, him and Shawn Michaels, they put the curtain call incident on the, on the Titantron with Noam McMahon, and I'm like, I knew you weren't sorry when you said when you when you said that. <laughs>
2: yeah, the DX was crazy. Wow, dude. Yeah, and, I, and shout out to them, though. We fucked with them hard
0: back then. Yeah, we did. And the curtain call incident, it actually led to the rise of Stone Cold Steve Austin because he got he got pushed to win the King of the Ring that year, and we all know the. Austin 316 says, I just whipped
2: your ass. That That, is, that shit. Was, that, <laughs> that interview was is so iconic in wrestling. It is, yeah. So fucking iconic.
0: Get you a cheap... What you need to do is get Jake the Snake a cheap old bottle of Thunderbird and get him out of my ring.
2: Now that's a motherfucking goat. He said get him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird. <laughs> get him out of my ring. <laughs> my man's a goat. Him, there, there's definitely... There are a couple of them that just... Are just on a tier that nobody surpasses, but may, may be equal to. Him. Nobody thought
0: Stone Cold Steve Austin would get as popular as he did. No nah, one thought.
2: He's up there. He is. He's there with Hogan. He was. He's there with Ric Flair. Like those guys, they're like those guys are top tier legends. Mm-hmm. They, the Rock, change, the they change. They change. They change the The Rock is up there too. Sean, I get Sean that.
0: They change the game a lot. of Those guys.
2: Yeah. And. Also,
0: most wrestlers hated The Click, but uh, they, they, but people who hated The Click, including some color commentators like Jim Ross, most of them have a general consensus that Nash, he was the most reasonable one to deal with. And um, what else? Oh, yeah, the curtain call incident is indirectly responsible for the NWO and the Generation X, both of which saved their respective companies.
2: They did, because we ate it all up.
0: Mm-hmm. NWO, they, they...
2: We ate it all up as kids.
0: Can't even lie. I loved it. I loved it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the whole click sign that they had, right? This shit right here.
2: Yeah. That'd be the NWO. So right. it, it was in, it was click. That's the click sign. They were yeah. doing that before. Oh, before NWO, yeah. Mm-hmm. It ended up being integrated to the NWO. It did, yeah. Sean Walton said he got
0: this idea from, like, some Turkish mafia. Like, that's, like, their gang Oh, that's shit. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, so Sean Walton came up with
0: it. Yeah, Sean Walton it's came up kid. with it.
2: Okay. Six part.
0: Six, yeah. Yeah. And,
2: um.
0: What else? Yeah, like you said before, Triple H, he was the most he's the most successful member and the last guy to join. And Shawn Michaels described him in the book as he was a social climber, and it worked out for him. I mean, he married into the McMahon family, has three kids with Stephanie. And <laughs> what that's the funny thing, though is these guys, these assholes used to bully McMahon to get their way, right? Yeah. They used to they used to bully you, Vince, and you let one of
2: these assholes marry your daughter. Oh,
0: that's a win.
2: Considering how ruthless Vince has been in his career, his whole lifetime in wrestling. He is, but that's I think. Actually a win. I didn't
0: think he got bossed around and
2: bullied by the Click, that's what I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a win for them. Because, like, it's rare seeing what the fuck Vince has done led to people's deaths indirectly mm-hmm. and fuck people over. Oh, I see, I
0: see what you're doing. Karma. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Vince McMahon.
2: Yeah.
0: What else? What else with the Click? Yeah, they had. The Click had plenty of classic matches. I mean, the two ladder matches with Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, those were great.
2: Um, we met three out of the four. four? Oh, it's a triple h oh, you so. me and cito met them at the we met six hall nash, nash and, Shawn and Shawn michaels yeah,
0: yeah okay. four out of five members of the
2: clip. Yeah. yeah. and hall was
0: paul was cool as hell
2: yeah hall was probably the coolest i didn't realize how goddamn tall these people were neither i feel like even nash has, sh- has gotten shorter Feels like it. But he's still fucking dying. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, though, it's like he's noticeably older. He's yeah. cross-eyed and he's now. Also, he's also like, feel like he's shrunk a bit, too. Cross-eyed. Um, cross-eyed he's, got, yeah. he's got a lot of, I'm like, damn. He like, like standing next to him, me made a short dude. Yeah. He wasn't that like much taller than me. Like, So that's why I was like, I feel like he shrunk. <laughs> but... I mean, that's what happens with age.
0: So, it does, yeah. It's like, and you get, and when you see, when you don't see somebody for that long, you
2: think to yourself, either I got taller or they got shorter. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Sean's case, and and Nash's case, I think they got they got a tad shorter. but Nash sure. is still tall as fuck though. Yeah,
1: Hall is
0: six seven. Uh, Oh yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That's like, and I think had Nash is like seven flat. Or yeah, he six, has, 10 he's ten or six he's eleven.
0: Tall than Hall. He was yeah, 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 he
2: was like a seven footer, but I don't think he is anymore. I think he's like six nine or something. He's shrunk a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. They they like we said, they use their booking influence to give themselves and each other preferential treatment. Like what's it called? Shane Douglas, who they had come back, who came back into the, into the into the into the WWF under the gimmick of Dean Douglas. That was terrible. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was poised to win the Intercontinental Belt from Shawn Michaels, and Michaels did not want to put him over, so he forfeited he forfeited the belt to Douglas, only to have him drop it two seconds later to Razor Ramon. And that's why Shane Douglas left the company. I'm like, I'm not getting fucked like this. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Wow, that
0: mm-hmm. man was wild. It's like politics, really. it politics, yeah. It is politics. politics, and like there, there was another backstage group that they, they they really didn't fuck with because only them dudes would have beat their asses. The The Bone Street Killers, B, BSK, Undertaker, Yokozuna, Mister Fuji, Paul Bear, Sabio Vega, Rikishi. Um, who else? Um, Charles Wright, uh, Papa Shango slash Kama. Yeah. The yeah. mm-hmm. They stay clear of the members. Yeah, they stay clear of the Bone Street. The Bone Street King. Bone Street Killers, they stay clear of them.
1: Yeah, they
0: stay clear of them. And I don't think Taker liked Nash all that much.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I remember shoot interviews that he gave even back then. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: what's it called? Um, We did, like, a, a video for WrestleMania. All the WrestleManias, 1 through 14, like, a, a retrospective of them. I remember seeing Bret Hart and uh, Undertaker saying, talking about their matches with, with Diesel. And he said, well, I, well, we had to knock him down because Diesel or Kevin Nash or whatever he wants to call himself now wanted to be king of the mountain, and I had to knock him down." Damn. Taker said that. Yeah. I mean, he was probably in character, but it sounded like if you're using if you're using somebody's real name, yeah. And that's another that's another that's that's another consequence of the curtain call incident because they incorporated kayfabe and real life backstage drama into the storylines now. That's true. Yeah, change what you can do.
2: Yeah.
0: True. Like the the um the Montreal job yeah. How many times has that been referenced in a storyline?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it it definitely changed the outlook of wrestling.
0: It did. It changed what you what you, what you can do with the stories. Yeah, and that's where somebody like Vince Russo came in.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. He detail, what he turned Crash TV is what he called he turned it into.
2: It's true, and like it, it, I think it developed the character of a hybrid, where uh, where it was no longer good guys bad guys, bad guys. guys. like. Some of the bad guys became actually fan favorites. Yeah. Like Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was a heel, but DX. DX. They were heels. The Rock. The Rock, NWO Mm -hmm. was another one. And before that was like forbidden. Yeah. You had a few fans that liked the heels. heels. But it wasn't a mass appeal thing. Yeah, and now it's acceptable. Now it's acceptable. Because back back in
0: the day when we were kids, the only heel, that I, the only true heel that I really liked was Flair.
2: Yeah, I, I accept.
0: Ugh. Savage goes back and forth. H- yeah. Flair. Flair.
2: Flair was definitely. Flair will always
0: be a heel to me, even with the four horsemen. Yeah.
2: He oh. might be the greatest heel of all time.
0: He's the dirtiest player in the game, as, as self-proclaimed. He's fun to watch. Flair is fun to He's watch. He's the greatest heel of all time, and I think. So, Triple H is the
2: greatest heel of all time because he made me hate him. Flair is just pompous arrogance is it's, um, it's, it's like it's unparalleled <laughs> well, and it transcends beyond wrestling like people it, love him in other aspects like, they try to mimic and imitate him in music rappers, it's, rappers, it's, it's rappers. kind of like Tony Montana but the wrestler Tony yeah, the wrestler version of Tony Montana rappers love Ric Flair as a thing though yeah. rappers love Ric yeah. yeah. Flair he yeah. likes rappers like, he's open to other sports sports fans love him mm-hmm. so, Mike Tyson yeah <laughs> like the NFL players that like imitate oh yeah he's, styling profiling yeah. kiss stealing man he's Oh, he's a go to heels. And, um, yeah, I, there's nobody greater than him as a heel. And I think Savage is greatest. He was unpredictable as fuck. That's what it's, I liked about Savage. Yeah, I think I think his greatest time was when he was his promos were the best when he was originally the intercontinental heel. Uh, but even that, I don't think he's greater than Ric Flair as a heel. No, I don't either. I don't yeah, either. I mean, yeah.
0: Savage's my favorite wrestler yeah, but not what's it called. Yeah. I've seen heels better than him. And like I said, I think Triple H was the best heel. He just made me hate him. Every time he come out, I wanted to choke him and punch him. Flair, Flair was just the kind of heel that you would love to hate, but you can't.
1: Exactly, I you couldn't hate him exactly.
0: even 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 with how he was getting Randy Savage's head in the weeks before WrestleMania eight. I couldn't hate him. I just laughed. She was mine, big man. Before she was yours.
2: Woo! He's a Mount Rushmore guy, dog.
0: But yeah. yeah, the click, yeah, the, the curtain call incident it changed the face of pro wrestling. It changed storylines, added more realism to the storylines as well too. Um, Added backstage politics and backstage personal shit that goes on in their personal lives. Mm. Like, although I, I don't think that should be in there, like Scott Hall's uh, drunkenness or Edge having an affair with Lita.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, that like mm. leave that shit out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now now it becomes like a Jerry Springer show pretty much it got it got sloppy it got sloppy yeah and like I think no nah, I digress I digress yeah the curtain call instant like what I said
2: what are you about
0: to say I was gonna go off about Vince Russo again but it's mm-hmm. like I don't need to I don't need mm-hmm. to I will say that for Jim Cornette mm-hmm.
2: got
0: gotcha. you but um yeah the curtain Collins, and like we said it was it was an influential a game changer yeah well, yeah, yeah thanks and, and last thing is on raw a few years ago before Scott Hall died yeah they had they had the click members all five of them on there. They brought the guys, the two kids, the two guys that brought the camcorder in the Madison Square Garden at the time. They brought them in as uh, part of a storyline. You guys okay. were arrested for that, man. You guys were arrested <laughs> for this. I'm like, after all this time, after years all late, this time, get the fuck out of here. I know, I know, it's part of the storyline, but what's it called? It's good that you
1: guys acknowledge it. Yeah, that. that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. But
2: yeah, shout out to them. They're historical staples of. of wrestling and um definitely for the most part all icons um, some more than others mm-hmm. but um I, I i do think you know they were kind of fucked up but yeah they at know least who they were on screen and were they were like behind the
0: scene and, and i don't really we don't really know we know stories that we heard and we yeah. met the guys but I don't, that that
2: doesn't that doesn't say much yeah so Kudos to them, and, No doubt. Because we ate it all up. we still low-key fans of that era of and, VX and, and the NW.
0: And you, and you still got
2: men around our age, once it wearing like old-school Razor
0: Ramon t-shirts and whatnot. Bad guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so rest in peace, too. Rest in peace Scott. Yeah. So. Speaking of rest in peace, let's go on to the final one. Yeah. All right. Next final topic we're going to be talking about the final season and the series finale of Snowfall. Yeah. It went on for six seasons from uh, July 15, 2017 to April 19, 2023. 60 episodes total.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Although the pandemic prevented the um, the airing and the filming of one of the seasons. So it got delayed by over a year, but still, yeah. it, it came out with it. And so, look, Some background, even though we've already covered Snowfall a little bit, but now we get to cover it in its, in its entirety since the series is over. Mm-hmm. You guys recall Snowfall's Snowfall aired on FX and was created by the late John Singleton, as well as Dave Andron and Eric Amadillo. Mm-hmm. It was about the rise of the rise of cocaine and later crack cocaine in South Central LA during the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Damson Idris, his character Franklin Saint, he's the main character, and the shift in the drug game in South Central is shown from the perspective of Franklin, the black gangs, the Mexican cartels, the Jewish gangsters, law enforcement, reporters, and civilians, and the CIA. And the CIA, yet. yeah. It stars, like I said, Damsin Idris starred. And this was his first American role, too, by the way. As Franklin Saint. And he okay. nailed that South Central accent so good. I yeah. thought he was American. It, it, so it also starred Carter Hudson as a Teddy McDonald slash Reed Thompson. Sergio Perez Manchetta as Gustavo El Oso Zapata. Michael Hyatt as Franklin's mother Sissy Saint. Amin Joseph as Jerome
2: Saint. Teach your man how to scrub! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest characters on
0: there: Angela Lewis as a as a Jerome's wife, Aunt Louie; Isaiah John as Franklin's best friend, Leon Simmons; and Alon Moni Abaqal as a Abby Drexler. He was a Jewish gangster. And finally,
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And finally, it was early seasons. Mm-hmm. And finally, DeAndre Bonds as a Scully. It's crazy. <laughs> Scully was
2: crazy. <laughs> That's my bad,
0: dog. <laughs> my thing. That nigga was crazy. I was, every time he came on screen, it's like who's he gonna kill next what kind hey of. Hey, no, way? Scully was the bad. Scully, he gets points where he 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 dosed those strawberries at Jerome and Louis's wedding. Got everybody tripping. <laughs> so much so that they actually saw some do fucking some girl in the background. Low key,
2: low key. Scully is my favorite character kind on of that show. <laughs>
0: in a series, it followed Franklin's rise. Oh my god. Franklin's rise in the drug game from a doe-eyed college dropout to ruthless kingpin to his ultimate downfall. Yeah. yeah. Wait, let's talk about yeah. season six. Okay. Plenty of, plenty of things. I took down some notes for season six right yeah, here. If yeah. You want to take a look? See? But season six, where did it begin at? Franklin, Franklin on his own accord, he's left the game, but at the cost of his money, being hijacked by Teddy. Ted, Teddy, Teddy wasn't CIA connected. He was getting all of his drugs from. Right, yeah. and this goes back to what's it called? What rappers and other people have said, and historians have said over the years. The CIA at the time was run by George H.W. Bush, who who <laughs> actually allowed allowed the um, inner cities in America to be flooded with these drugs.
1: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. to 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 uh, to fund the contras. To fund the contras, yes. Teddy tries to do because Teddy he's a he's a patriot. Yeah, yeah. Franklin though, it's like you steal seventy million dollars from a man. It's like what the hell you think is going to happen? And and Jerome and Louie, they've officially cut ties with Franklin after he stole from them to hold himself over. Mm -hmm. Although that scene where he did that and went to go see uh, uh, Kane in the hospital amidst the backdrop of of Phil Collins in the air tonight. Yeah, yeah. That was was a legendary scene. And whoever chooses the music for Snowfall, thank you. It's great. Thank you. It's great. Especially the final scene, which we'll get to later. But... um. Mm -hmm. Franklin now has he now had to make friends and allies with the people who tried to kill him and, and don't share America's interests, like that Cuban, uh, that Cuban KGB
2: motherfucker, yeah yeah, 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 Ruben, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, and Franklin's trying to prove that he's also not yet done with the game. Like you steal a man's money, he's got, and everybody knows he has a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. Also, what's it called? Um, Teddy took his money in order to in order to get the funding he needs to beat the communists in, Nicar- in Nicaragua. And get back in the good graces of the CIA, yeah. but his plans get derailed when the woman he loves, Parissa, uh, yeah. she she supposedly kidnapped, but she wasn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah.
0: in police custody at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abby, he's nowhere to be found. He's on account of being dead, which leaves which leaves a Teddy short of an arms dealer. Right. Gustavo got arrested by the DEA, and was just about prepared to skip town with his family, but now had to work as a CIA. As a CI, I'm sorry. CIA. So let's talk about how it ended, Kane, Franklin's ruthlessness, my God, what he did to Teddy's father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sissy's actions, Leon also, and ultimately Franklin's outcome.
2: Yeah. Um, talk, speak on it. I think, like, a lot of, um, I don't know. some people, I think the element of, the seven deadly sins consumes, Franklin. and like I always like growing up, I always wondered like, why those specific sins were called the seven deadly sins. And at the beginning, I thought like, oh, they mean like deadly sins as in like God is going to like throw us in hell and shit like that. But I think like like growing up and actually applying them to real life situations and stuff like that, like what they mean is those sins ultimately make you a monster and ultimately consume and kill your humanity um look at the movie seven seven um even top boy oh Duchesne. yeah Duchesne is another victim of it like so with well, franklin i think he gets consumed after he experiences it's the taste. high yeah the taste of the high of money and power mm-hmm he grows to love those things and it becomes more so an element when, when he, when it, when when the time comes where he loses the money that leads to that sense of power, he, exactly. It starts with pride first because his pride was, he could have walked away and been like, fuck it. He stole my money. There's nothing. I have a couple of thousand. I can still, but. But that gluttony and greed. The greed and his pride was hurt. Um, And he, developed like you said he developed a lust yeah lust he's developed a lust for like money
0: he did yeah i mean this whole season it's like the money getting his
2: money back was really all that mattered to him he, he fell in love with it and it's he lost he got his, consumed he, yeah he lost the relationships that his family mattered and that he loved like that he valued like at one point. like with jerome man the scene with him at the diner
0: which Jerome was almost like
2: yeah, yeah my, my because situation. Jerome
0: raised
2: That's, him. Yeah, his dad. His on the street. Yeah, his dad was on the street, and Jerome raised him. And like, it's sad because like all these characters like in this final season take a turn for, for the, the worse. Like you, you tend oh. to see like because Jerome at the if you go back in the early seasons, Jerome didn't want him. this Yeah, he didn't want to. It was it was Louis that convinced him. Mm-hmm. He, like, and that is. A real life element, like a man ultimately is influenced by his woman, and um, he decided, all right, cool. Like my 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 lady thinks this is a good idea. I'm gonna jump into it. And he and he beat the, he beat Black Diamond to death. Yeah. And he had remorse after saying, yeah. I'm and, out. I'm out. And if you notice, his dynamic with Franklin is directly correlated with with Louis's actions, because it's Louis that wanted. That said, let's go to war. Yeah, it's Louis that was like, "All right, fuck you. You're stealing from us. Let's let's do We're it. Let's do it." it it's she's an instigator. Yeah, but I, I understand where she's coming from too, because Franklin stole from her. He did, yeah. And she put in work, so I get it. I get it. But um, he's ultimately hurt. He ended ends up losing his life at the end
0: of the day. Yeah, he, um that shootout he had against Kane and trying yeah. to get Louis back. Yeah, and that cop.
2: Uh, what's
0: his name? The black guy. that The light-skinned black dude. the Crooked cop, yeah. I forget his name. I forget his name, too. Um, Bundles or something? mm mm-hmm. he's, yeah. he's a cokehead.
2: Yeah. It goes to the point where fucking Franklin pulls a gun on... On, on Jerome one. in a restaurant. It's crazy. And you could tell they both love each other, but Franklin at this point he's loves too. his money more than... His family. You know? Yeah. Yeah, even even with his mother. He's like, what's it
0: even called? Even with his mother. Like this, the, the second to last episode, right? where he's about to, he thinks he's about to get his money back. That whole episode when he had Reed, Reed on the phone like burning that motherfucker with cooking oil, burning mm-hmm. his chest with cooking oil. Mm-hmm. And Reed is on the phone in a public place. And like the mother, Sissy was like, what jail is alternate?" And Reed's all tired like, are you fucking kidding me? He killed him. I was fucking lying, he's dead. I shot him twice and dumped his body. Yeah, hello? Oh, hi. Just goes back to that all casually. Yeah. And that's I, And Sissy just shot him. I was like, the password is, she turns around like, even I felt frank what Franklin felt at that moment. When she shot me dead, I was
2: like, No, no, you, you just you just 70 million dollars! The hell's the matter with you? I ultimately believe Sissy did that. I don't even think that was more of I don't I think that was actually calculated.
0: I think so too. She was
2: gonna kill him. She was gonna kill I think she killed him because the CIA. What what ultimately mattered is what bothered her. The CIA had killed someone that she loved. And would have killed her too. The CIA had ultimately turned her son into a monster. And fucked up the black community. And she realized that whether Franklin got that money or not, he's finished. Like he's done. Because now his love and lust is for money. And it, if he had gotten 70 million, I don't think that would have changed him much.
0: I don't, I don't think so either. He and she, it. she
2: realized this was for his own good.
0: He got him right back in... The, he would have got right back in the game. Exactly. She she would,
2: or, she would, or he would have gone to another crooked avenue to make more money. But Even he just, if it wasn't drugs or something else. But you see
0: how he was with his mother, right? After that after that whole ordeal and in the final episode, he goes to visit her in jail. She doesn't yeah. say shit to him. He's like,
2: Mom, what kind of a
0: fucking mother are you, huh? Yeah. You're cursing her out and shit. She just walks away. Doesn't say anything to him during the final episode.
2: It boils down to my original point. He is consumed with at least three or four of the seven deadly mm-hmm. sins, And like... At that point, greed, oh, sloth, wrath, wrath life, his pride. Man. Yeah, his pride is ultimately what leads into the other things. Um, after he loses money, mm-hmm. he's, he's in love with the money. He's, we already know that, but at this point, he's almost like a narcissist where he's deflecting the blame, like he's blaming his mom for blame what his he's become. He, when Louis, when 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 when, when um, Jerome, Jerome, Jerome dies. He's trying to play right. it off like playing Louie but he is ultimately the reason why all this is happening. All this is happening because of him, yeah. And he can't he Because can't, he can't own up to it. It's, it's like because he's just all he's con- all he's concerned about is his,
0: his money. And he kills he kills Teddy's father too, actually finds out yeah. where he lives in Missouri, kills him and burns
2: his house down. His wrath has desensitized him from It really desensitized him. Because at that point, like when he's getting his money, like he had killed people before but Prior to that, his killing was by con, like, you know, like he had to do it because he those to. people were, you know, either going to kill him or set him up to be, you know, mm-hmm. to be God. Um, but this time around, he was actually killing innocent people. Yeah, Teddy's father had nothing to do he with yeah, this. Yeah, had nothing to At this point, he was like, he, he'd become a monster. He didn't a fuck. And, and that, that, that's what they ultimately he's he's lost his humanity he's become he's literally a monster yeah even at jerome's funeral louis says to him the final line of that episode was you are the devil yeah that's basic and that's like it, it just paints like i never really understood why those mm-hmm. those seven sins were considered deadly but it really means that they ultimately kill who you are as a, like your spirit is gone your humanity your humane rationale is done because you're so consumed by these things that you can do anything evil and just not even just not to feel. get them and not to and not and feel, not feel them. anything about just it. to get your fix from these things he went savage um, he was savage he did he did um what other shit? ultimately um yeah he loses sissy and like ironically like he and he and um what's his face leon, leon. switch roles switch roles because leon, leon at leon the is, beginning he's a hood he's like a street hood nigger. street nigger that would Get the fuck get, off you yeah, you killed and get his shit right. Yeah, and there's a he, bully. Like he reforms. He, like he, he realizes there's a bigger picture than this money like, We've got this money, let's use it for something positive. And Sissy and Sissy was was like what's it called Franklin was my biggest disappointment but you you're my greatest surprise. Absolutely, cuz that's all a mother would hope for her son. Like, okay, you go through ups and downs, you make some you make some, you know, crazy crazy Leon. decisions, Leon. but like, ultimately when you go through decisions, you it into good yeah leon and, did that leon ultimately did that franklin a, became the opposite
0: said, instead of like he set up a legal clinic in the hood for his people yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. exactly
0: but, but other exactly. things other things that went on um what's it called franklin was looking for peaches his driver for the past year and finally found him yeah when i when i heard you was in monrovia it makes sense that your bitchy had to skip across the country but imagine my surprise to find you go across fucking town
2: and Peaches is a junkie now. He has what 18 grand on him, which By, is which like is, 12 grand. 12 yeah. grand is all he had in that safe. How did he blow through all that money that fast? And this, this trap. 12 grand is decent money to, to take, but at this point, Franklin's he's so far greed, gone. His greed is so yeah. He's so far gone. And he's drinking at this point too. He's like he's trying to his father. Yeah, exactly. So he's, he goes ahead and kills him. And,
0: and he kills it. So, and he kills a locksmith that was supposed to get yeah, it all home too. Yeah. To like take the money, leave, and then change his mind and shoots him. Yep. And that was that was crazy eight from Breaking Bad. That locksmith. Mm. Season one mm. of Breaking one. Bad.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other things I like I liked about the uh, the final season was Jerome's funeral and how they played that Enya song that was sampled by the Fugees for Ready or Not. Ready or Not.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah that was a good scene.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like like we touched on er- moments ago, Leon his evolution from. From hood nigger to community businessman, and him and Wanda torn about remaining in South Central or going back to Ghana. Shout out to Ghana. Yeah, they feel, they look like they were more happier in Ghana.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they're so removed
0: oh, from yeah, America. From it's America. Change like, of scenery,
2: literally. Yeah. And then when they got a taste of what life is outside of that bubble. Yeah. They, they notice there's things bigger. And a lot of times with like hood niggas and Sorry, hood, 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 you can hood, say it, I say hood guys that um you know are caught up in their little bubble. A lot of times they just need exposure. Sometimes to realize there's a lot more to life than this little gang. Smaller scale. Yeah. What's it called? And once you once your eyes are open to your possibilities, then you tend to strive to do more and do better. But that is hopefully if you haven't been consumed by. The circumstance you're currently in.
0: I remember watching The Wire, the opening episode of season two,
2: where the, the
0: gangsters, Bodie and Shamrock, they got to go to Philly to pick up a package from Baltimore to Philly. Yeah. And Bodie's in the passenger side. He's getting confused, like, what the hell's wrong with the radio, man? What's wrong with the radio? You ain't never heard? When you go out of town, the radio station switches. Yeah. Like, you look at them like, yeah, maybe you ain't never been outside of Baltimore? Exactly.
2: Except for one day in D.C., with that boy's You don't know show. any better sometimes. Yeah,
0: like, they don't.
2: Sometimes you just need that exposure to know, wow, there's I- so much more I can do.
0: I know some people that grew up like that who didn't even know that you could put syrup on pancakes until they were 10.
2: There you go. There you go, yeah. There you go. I mean, we, what we take for granted is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um,
0: Louis, he, Louis, she goes on the run.
1: Yeah.
0: But Frank. Franklin kind of did her dirty after after they made that deal. And uh, what's it called? He Him and also end up turning the tables on Reed.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Teddy. my fault, Teddy. Teddy. Yeah. Oh, same guy. But same guy, yeah. yeah.
0: What's it called? He calls Louie up, tell her yeah, the DEA's been watching you. They're about to get you. You tell her that now as they're approaching. I know. Get her dirty. That's one oh, last yeah. one last fuck you to your auntie. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, um, Sissy shooting
2: Teddy. We talked about that. Teddy ultimately and it's crazy because you know, Franklin ultimately had good intentions for this. until he got consumed by the he got, power. He got greedy. He put a, he
0: he basically just killed a black business. Mm-hmm. with that bookstore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what's it called killed his white best friend yeah yeah because he, he was using which in Franklin's eyes
2: probably made him too much of a liability and he was he was also leaking information yeah it's true he was also leaking so he saw that he was definitely a liability and at they, that point and they close up
0: loose ends at the end although Oso was the only one that got a happy ending
2: yeah. Leon
0: wanted them too. And Leon yeah, yeah, yeah but Franklin's ending as a derelict around 19 1989
2: 1990 yeah that was a, yeah
0: where he's a He's still living in Sissy's house, which is about to be foreclosed because he hasn't got no money to pay for yeah. shit.
2: Pulling out loans to pay for his rent or his mortgage or whatever. Pulling out loans? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's kind of crazy. He must be. Yeah, and it doesn't wash no more. He's disheveled, a dirty, wife beater. One of his eyes is bloodshot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he got and he got like a, a mangy beard. It's like, you are you look just like Alden at the oh, beginning.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: It became like his dad. Became like his daddy. Yeah, and like when Leon goes to see him. At the final scene of the film, did you know a lot of that shit was ad lib, by the way?
2: Oh, by Franklin. himself, right, by Idris.
0: By, by Idris and uh, Isaiah John. Oh, okay. The scene where he lo- the scene at the end where he looks at him and says, I'm proud of "You You're, best You're my best friend," and both of them have tears. Yeah, that, that was, wasn't that was, supposed was,
2: to be that done. That was a palpable.
0: That wasn't supposed to be. That wasn't scripted, and mm-hmm. Isaiah John just went with it. Because mm-hmm. you see, he still had tears in his eyes when Franklin's walking down the street saying, I am free yeah. in my own way. Yeah, he's like, same. Say, yeah, yeah, and then Kendrick Lamar's pride comes on, perfect song to end it, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: for John, for John, man. Um, but there were some funny things that went on in the season, too. Like, uh, also, let's talk about Veronique. Veronique robbed Franklin and just ran off with his money and just raised her son elsewhere, yeah, because she
2: realized Franklin was gone, he fucking frankly choked her, yeah, he did, in she, front she of her. realized that, yeah, he's done, like, he's consumed. And sissy's hate for the CIA, thinking that they're no better than slave
0: masters. Yeah. And, and Jerome, Jerome was funny dude. I mean, I mean, this final season it had some mo- some moments of levity, some moments of humor. Like when he's dealing Jerome, with that. Jerome's
2: always funny. We could, yeah.
0: Like when they were dealing with that deaf, that deaf hearing impaired kingpin. Mm-hmm. 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 What happened to the warehouse? Had rats. <laughs> shit have rats. Nigga, who give a fuck about the rat? <laughs> <laughs> And Jerome tries to tell him to stick around a little bit. Every nigga little, little need a little bit of side snatch every now and then, right? <laughs> and gets a side eye from Louis. From Louis, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, but like, I think ultimately the relationship between Teddy and, and Franklin, are, 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 and that's what led them both into this this whole of of greed and, and, and manipulation and. and and Ted, Lust for more. And Teddy just came into those all that he drugs he him. has. He played it. him because he, he, he took him to our, Iran to to open these accounts. Yeah, just to watch him do make it. Making Franklin think that okay, he wants better for Franklin. Looking I'm, out for him, nah. Yeah, Franklin thought that there was actually a real relationship they were building. Nah, he, he was using you. He wanted to know where way where you put his in money at, so I can take it later. Exactly, so I can manipulate you more. Or I mm-hmm operations operations school. exactly yeah and Franklin was ready to bow out and you know start a life with his son kind of changed wanting to go you know straight from what he was currently doing and open something more legitimate and Teddy, I feel like and
0: Teddy and, and Teddy's a foil for Franklin too because he pretty much all his pa- his patriotism is all that matters to him he's like fuck family yeah I'm like it was your fault that your brother ended up being with the Mexicans was mm-hmm. forced to snore coke for okay. several days and died of a heart attack later your wife didn't want nothing to do with you and divorce you. the only legacy you got in this world is that son you have now yeah.
2: who you didn't even care about yeah. all that much yeah um, but yeah i think i think even with that like had franklin got the money and, and gone elsewhere i think he wouldn't have been better he was yeah he was he was so eaten up by that you know the power that came with money and
0: yeah, he didn't end up like michael corleone where he accomplished all of his goals and ended up alone at the end mm-hmm. no, he didn't accomplish nothing and ended up alone mm-hmm. and also um interesting interesting tidbit the uh, as another testament to damson idris's ability to ad-lib and improvise when him and leon are walking to the alley at the end of the film to on their way to a liquor store i guess and they pass by the movie set for boys, the in, the boys hood, in the Hood, yeah. which is a callback to the very to the pilot episode of snowfall when they show like a, what's it called, a young nerdy looking black kid with a camcorder, and Leon's like, you know, niggas making no movies in the hood. Mm. That was supposed to be John Singleton.
1: Ah.
0: And finally, Franklin, when they're seeing the movie being mm, made, Caster. and we know, and we know it's Boys in the Hood because of all the little boys yeah, dressed, yeah, up like, dressed
1: up yeah, like like dope boys,
0: mm-hmm.
1: characters,
0: and, and, and dancing. As Franklin yells out, "Y'all ain't gonna win no Oscar." <laughs> well, he was right. They didn't. Yeah. yeah. And but he was funny too. It's was like stuff of one. Lean yeah, your ass yet? Or she go back to her first love? <sighs> yeah, crazy. Oh, you, you asshole. Yeah, yeah. But Wanda, he said Wanda was going to get a record, a music career or whatever, is what Leon said. Yeah, and Wanda, her grandma was still mad at her from her crackhead days. She came to be like,
1: Hi, grandma. I got you something nice. Yeah. Bitch, so you stole from me. You ain't welcome here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: see, like, it's crazy. Like, that dynamic of, uh, you know, Injecting that stuff into your community, Mm -hmm. Franklin. Franklin's fault. Wanda, Melody, Peaches. Peaches.
0: You caused this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they chose to use it, but they would never have used it if not if you didn't introduce them introduce it in the hood. Mm -hmm. Melody, her father. You killed her father.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Wanda. Well, that fight between. It's a dynamic. It's
2: it's an interesting dynamic because, like, like, when you're in that situation, you don't know any better. And you're like this is a fast way to money when you haven't hatched. When you haven't hatched in a while, so you use the and best and go the best route that you're you know how in a capitalist society that's like make money
0: and you know And Franklin could have gone a different way. That episode after he got shot yeah, yeah, by yeah. Melody and but, he has that fever dream where he sees different versions of himself could have gone. Yeah. Yeah, he could have he could have stayed in college but he dropped out. Yeah,
1: he dropped
0: out. He was, he's smart, he was smart, but yeah. he was too consumed by his need, his lust for power, greed for money, gluttony.
2: Happened there. Same thing happened with Dushane. Oh, yeah.
0: Dushane and uh, from Sully from Top Boy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's Only Sully was way more homicidal.
2: Human flaws. Yeah. So, like, we're not immune to it. It's just you got to be mindful. And, like, keep humility at the forefront. <laughs> this could all go away in a second. Yeah. If you keep humility at the forefront that's easy to lose when you get a taste of the heights of some of these things it is when you get more success yeah. and when you get nothing more of it it's
0: like you start to think you're untouchable yeah. it's like what people what certain coke users say like after they snort
2: coke it's like i feel fucking
0: invincible bro yeah, I, yeah.
2: They, they say money is the root of all evil i don't believe i don't it believe is, that either but i i i, I believe if the love not, of money if, is the root of all evil if you're not grounded exactly you you prioritize it as your love um, that's
0: all you're gonna see. Green. Fact,
2: that's what happens. Like you get consumed and always lust for it, and then your values, and priorities start to switch. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Yeah. I would love to. I would love to have millions of dollars. I would. Everybody. But everybody.
0: If it were to if it were to actually happen, though, it's like how would I act? How would okay. I become?
2: Everybody would like to be rich. I don't know. I don't know because we've never been there. When <laughs> you've been there, it opens it opens doors into certain networks and communities that can change your perspective. Yeah, I don't know if that's what you really want, but not to say the least, having the you know money to sustain you, you know, at the very least, yeah, you can leave something for your next generations and stuff is always a great thing, and you can live the life you want to. Yeah, live the life you want to. Yes, because at the end of the day, like being super duper rich and a millionaire, (laughs) opens the door to gluttony because you start gluttony is basically the um... consume. (laughs) It is. It is. It is the actual manifestation of lust because, like, lust is the desire and lust and greed. Lust is the desire and the greed to want more. Gluttony is when you actually get it and overdo it. Yeah. To the extent that you can't, you become addicted to, like, that overdoing it. And that's what ends up happening to a lot of these. Addiction. Super duper rich people. Yeah, you become Addic- addicted. Addiction. So addiction. They're all a, kind of, into, so, like, it all add- kind of makes sense. Addiction so, was the theme of it, really, all is, around. Yeah, you just got to stay grounded, and that's hard. It is hard, but. When you get into the we have, none of us have actually been in those spaces to be like, oh no, we know better now because we, where we are, yeah, when you get into those, those when you get into those, when you get in that stratosphere, yeah. it's like it'll be. Yeah. I imagine it will be. Because you're no longer dealing with people in this stratosphere, and not, then you start your mindset starts shaking. Not, not unless you, you want gotta, to. You gotta keep grounded. Not people, you gotta keep around you. Not, not. I mean, what's
0: it called? What's it called? I say this in my head. If I were to win the lottery, I wouldn't tell nobody. I would still live here and I would still go to my day job, but. I, I doubt that some of that is true.
2: <laughs> I tell myself that too. But do you win it? Do you win it? Don't say shit. Don't say Yeah. Hopefully, we pray that we can stay humble and, and grounded. But I pray. It's right. a great show.
0: Snowfall was one of the best. I was sad to see it end this year. Yeah. Um, but like all good things, like
2: all good TV shows, they have to go. Um, I, I hope to see Damson something new soon.
0: something that makes me not think of him as franklin saint yeah just
2: open doors for him because he's a great actor and so a lot of the actors isaiah a lot of them in there so i hope to see them in other movies and shows that propel them even further michael hyatt
0: michael hyatt sissy i've seen her in other stuff before she's a stage actor as well so Yeah, yeah, yeah she was on the wire for the for four seasons actually
1: okay Okay. carter hudson
0: i've never seen until now and and, and uh, t- uh, Teddy's father on there was played by John Deal, who played Larry Zito on Miami Vice back in the eighties.
2: Trope. hmm For you to get that. Shout out to you for that. Right. Yeah, man. It, it was a good. It was a good show. Hell of a show. Also, it was the only one that got
0: a happy ending, relatively speaking. But um. Yeah.
2: Man.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna miss Snowfall. Like like they said at the end, for John, for John. The
2: rest of peace. You put together something great. So, the man told the man
0: the man told our stories, told black stories that you don't usually see on yeah. screen. So I yeah, thank yeah, him for that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Shout out to him. Ooh. Ironically, mm-hmm. when he first came up with the concept for this sh- this show, he wanted to use Tupac as the, uh... you know, is the lead.
0: You want Pac as a lead? And also he started he
2: started he thought about
0: this in the nineties. And he thought Jerome and Louie uh, around this time should be Lauren London and uh who else? Somebody else. Oh, I didn't even
2: know that.
1: Hmm.
2: Things you learn. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a great, great show, and um, we are grateful. And uh, rest in peace. Yes, sir. Um, so on that note, yeah, uh, hope you all liked this I hope y'all like this episode. Like, subscribe, share, share your comments. Is the, I know a lot of these, especially this show, a lot of y'all probably watching it and love mm-hmm. it. Want to hear your take and comments.
0: Yeah, comment, share this video, share the podcast.
2: Even if, even if you don't like it, just comment on it.
0: The show, the show. But we welcome, we welcome all y'all listeners and yeah. all of our viewers. Thank yeah. you for that. We'll be back soon. We'll be back with episode number seven in another in a few weeks. Yeah. yeah, a few weeks. Yeah, a few weeks. So on that note, later. Peace,